0: All right, views before the 6. We got another episode going on. Thrust is MIA. Who knows where he is? But, yo, we'll get it done regardless, man. Yo, this week we got two guests that... If one of them cut their hair, I wouldn't be able to tell them apart. And I've known these guys for almost 20 years now. We got Double Soul in the house. What up, fellas? What's What's up? up, What's up? up? What's up? I mean, introduce yourselves, even though you guys sound exactly the same as you guys (laughs) look exactly the same. All right,
1: this is uh, my given name is Dean. Uh, My MC name, some of y'all knew me back in the day as Cornflake Seymour. I currently go by the name of Brody Nimble. Okay,
0: word. This is Dean. A.K.A. Still Waters. Still Waters. you still, still, still Still Waters to this still, still day? Still waters. All right, man. You know the first question we ask everybody is, were you guys born in Toronto? We
1: yeah. were not born in Toronto. We were born in Trinidad, and we came to Toronto when we were two years old.
0: We okay, to- word. Yeah. Where'd you guys live when you moved to Toronto?
1: We first, uh, we grew up first on a, in a building uh, at uh, Victoria Park in St. Clair, um, the East York area. Okay. And... Um, And then we moved to a house, uh, Elfrida, Birchbaum and St. Clair.
0: Okay, word, word, word. How'd you guys get into music? Um, We were taking piano lessons
1: and just listening to the music. And we formed a group, I remember we formed a group sitting in church, sitting in the back of a church service one day. It just came to us, listening to different groups. And at the time, uh, Twin Hype, had twin hype was out at the time, and they were kind of like an inspiration role model for us. There was another group called the dynamic twins right um so yeah we we, we were we were taking piano lessons, so we had that that structure and then we just started writing'
0: is, like how old are you guys at these times? What would you say? Piano lesson times? Piano lesson uh, times is like 11, 11 12, but
1: 11, 12. The, the 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 emergence of us, like, starting to write rhymes and stuff was high school, high school so that would have been around 14, 15.
0: Okay, yo, as long as I've known you guys, I've always wanted to ask this. You know the scene in Wild Style, Double Trouble, here's a little story that must be told. Yo, did you guys ever, like, did you guys watch that and, like, yo, that's, that's going to be us, man? Like, because if I had a twin brother, that'd be a daily routine in my yard, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> No, for us, really, like he said, the main, main
1: thing that made us say, okay, we could do this, was Twin Hype. Um, and also MCs from here made us say, okay, there's a chance for us to do it, but run with it as, the, uh, as, a, as a unit, as twins, and play off of that.
0: Okay, yo, who's the first <coughs> Toronto rappers you guys remember? First Toronto
1: rappers we remember? I remember definitely my show, but in terms of... Um, who I seen first? Um, I'd have to say anybody that was um, at this club called Focus when they first okay. were doing um, live at the BBQ. Um, guys like Bass Poet, Thrust, of course, um, Dream Warriors, uh, Rumble and uh, Rumble and Scad. Okay, Scad? yeah. Rumble and Strong. Rumble and Strong. Sorry, my bad. Um, I think I meant to say crush and scat. Crush and scat.
0: Okay, word, word, man. So you guys were doing it from young, man.
1: Yeah, I remember Danny O with Magnum. Well, he goes by the name of Lindo P now, but at the time, he was going by the name of Magnum. I remember that's one of the earliest memories I have of seeing Danny O performing with Magnum at um, Scarborough. No, Scarborough. Oh, yes. um, Remember at... um, for Valley, For Valley Community Center. Community Center there, yeah.
0: Word, word. And you guys used to play hockey with Gordo and shit, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. For Canadians.
0: Word, yeah. word, yeah, because I remember him it's talking hard. to me about that and shit, man. It's just crazy. So, yo, you guys were in Fresh Arts program, right? Yes. yes. How old were you guys when you started doing that?
1: That would have been <clears throat> about uh, end of high school. Yeah. You know, about 94, so about nineteen twenty
0: okay word that yeah, 18, like that
1: eighteen 19, because there. like Ju- Julie black was in it and at the time yeah, she was what she was she was sixteen at the time, yeah, so, so we were like a couple years old yeah, so we about eighteen, 18 nineteen 18, yeah.
0: how okay yo let's talk about fresh arts because a lot of people don't like a lot of people wouldn't know about fresh arts, but fresh arts is like the precursor to it now maybe like a remix program yes. or something of that effects so what would give people like a little history about what the fresh arts program was well for us
1: um we were in it, what, 94? Was it 93 or 94? Because there was a year that happened year. before we okay. got into yeah. it. Okay, right?
0: there was one before you guys. Before okay. we okay. got
1: into it. Like, um, like Sox and Cardi and uh, those guys were in it before we came in. And then we came in, like I think, the second 94, year, ninety four, which was like 94. 94. They had a big program. There was a school near uh, St. Clair and uh, Bathurst and St. Clair, just south of Bathurst and St. Clair. They ran the program out of a school. Okay,
0: you know, word, word, brought, up on the hill there. I know yeah, what you're well, talking about. That, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and, yeah, there was, like, they had different different um, disciplines. There was, there was dance, visual art. Theater. Um, theater. Theater. Okay. And um, there was also, uh, like, administration, like, people who wanted to get into more of the behind-the-scenes aspect. Management <laughs> okay. stuff. Okay, management, okay. Stuff like yeah.
0: That. Okay, yeah, 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 dope. Yeah. And it was a government funded program. Yes. That kind of shit. Who was in your class with you guys?
1: Um with us at the time it the was music. It was all those all those circle speech, guys, speech, figures of speech, okay. Um, um, Julie Black, uh, Tanya Asians, Saki. Tanya, yeah, Tanya Saki. Um, okay. The two girls that were on the track with us, Michelle, Michelle and uh, and
0: Nicole, Nicole Michelle Andrew Francis and Nicole. and Nicole.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who else? Was Kid Cut from Baby Blue. Oh, word. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, Dope, man. Yeah. So then from there, okay, you guys are doing this. this is like high school times and like that. When does, um, what's it called? Right. What's the crew? Uh, why can't I think of it right now? Cryptic Souls. Cryptic Souls, yes.
1: Cryptic Souls happened around 97, 98. Yeah. When okay. When they did the first, the first Planet Mars. At um, a place called the South African Center, um, word like on Augusta, I think in Kensington oh, like Market. Over. Yeah, okay. it was on the it was before Lions Den. Yeah, before Lions before Den. Den. Yeah, yes. but it okay. was a place, it was around African the Center. corner from the Lions Den. It was okay, where like an alleyway, and then you'd go down a flight of stairs, and it was a basement spot. Before it was it was two basement spots, but right. it was a basement spot around the corner. And it was part of, and I think the front of the building faced, it's Augusta, I believe, because it's the same street that Hotbox is on, yeah. okay. is, is where yeah, yeah, that place God. was, right? right. Um, so yeah, it was a place called the uh, South African Center. It was a basement spot. And then it moved around the corner to the lion's den.
0: Okay, word. Yeah. So yo, who was
1: all in the Cryptic Souls crew? Cryptic Souls was Vandal, uh, Planet P, uh, Asics... Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, uh, Jomo, DJ Sirius, decisive. Circle Research, Nick Timar and uh, Astro. Astro, um, James Flames. Yes, James, James Flames. Flames,
0: that's super old or school. Fisher Nice. <laughs> yes, um, yes. <laughs> uh,
1: who else? There was another guy, DJ Twist, but I'm, yes. I don't think he DJs anymore. Optimum. Optimum. Um, Desi. Symbolic. Desi, Symbolic, yeah, Abdominal Symbolic was in it. KNG. Abdominal K&G. Abdominal K&G, yeah. Um, Wasn't
0: Mocha a part? I he was for a,
1: a minute. minute I, I, like, we met Mocha, like, I remember meeting Mocha at a 416 Graffiti Expo. Okay. okay. And then, next thing I knew, like, I heard, like, Phil was saying, oh, yeah, Mocha is in the crew. Because the thing is, the crew, ha- the part of the crew was already established. When right. we... Came into contact with those guys We forgot
0: Fat so, Al too, right? Well,
1: Fat Al was part of the crew too Work. Yes, I forgot about Fat Al um,
0: Okay
1: um, Yeah, so part of the crew was established When When we came into contact with them So they had They had done the first Planet Mars show I can't even remember how we got on to that show um, but, Because I, I had a bit of connection with um, with Zuby That's right At Real Productions Right. right. So, um that's how I made the the connection with him. Right. Let him know we was doing stuff, and he put us on to that first one. They liked what we were doing, and pretty much invited us to join the crew.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because Planet Mars was like a big jam still, like for like especially for the underground scene, right? Yeah. Like a lot of people, I mean, came through that, like the oddities and fucking, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's the there's the um, the Planet Mars EP, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Cardi's yeah. on there. And, yeah. Why looking them guys and shit like that. So are these guys all performing at Planet Mars at these that, times? That was, the, that was the joke
1: about, that was, I don't know if a lot of people knew it, so I'm going to call it an inside joke. But the inside joke about that record is that nobody who was on that record actually perf- ever performed at Planet Oh, at Mars. Planet
0: Mars, word. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that's why there was a lot of people pissed that it was called a Planet Mars EP, and none of those dudes on that record ever performed at Planet Mars.
0: Hilarious. I know see I even I didn't know that and I yeah. know I know P and those guys pretty well, right? Yeah. Um so yo, you guys put out the first EP that was what, ninety-eight? Food for Thought?
1: Food for Thought was yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was about 98.
0: Okay, so yo, did you guys put out anything prior to oh, Food for you Thought? Know what actually? Soul.
1: No, well it was ninety-four, ninety-five. Yeah, we did we did like independent. We did like a couple of independent like cassette releases. So like the first thing we ever put out was a f- was a cassette called Fragments of Soul. Okay, word. Um and that was all stuff that we recorded at uh Day's Studio.
0: Oh, uh, Lee, Day, Lee
1: Lee. Yeah. Word, word, word. Yeah. Um And did he produce everything? No. No. The first the first first couple of tracks that we recorded at his studio were actually made by, uh, well, he became Socrates, but at the time we we, didn't, we just knew him as a kid named Carl. Um, we went to R.H. King in Scarborough. We word. met him there. I remember somebody telling me, oh, that kid he's making, he was already, at the time he was making like pause tapes at the time. Okay, word. And uh, I remember we, uh, as part of Fresh Arts, we performed at um, the Jamaica, we did a show, at uh, the Jamaican-Canadian Center one year. Okay. And and it, it, the show was just... Ours was just... It did not go well. And then... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait wait you it didn't go well? The sound was just like... It was just a flop. It was like the okay, sound where? was bad. Just our whole just cohesiveness about putting a show together, we were still working on it. So then, like... Um, so we went on, we performed, didn't go well. And then Cardi and them, they went on... And there was something about them at the time that we were like, yo, it seems so polished. What are they doing? And we need to be connected to what they're doing to make sure that our shit is, 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 is of better quality the next time. So then we were like, yo, what studio you go to? And it's like, oh, I go to, um, you know, I go to this guy named Lee. He's like high parked on that Swiss area. So like the first two things that we went and recorded with was uh, Socrates produced them. Okay. Um, word. We had a track called. Uh, well, it's called. A lot of people who know the song because of, there's an MC Light hook in it. Um, leave the guns in the crack from um, <clears throat> from self destruction. Word. Where she says, "Leave the guns in the crack and the knives alone." Uh, so we just took the one line, "Leave the guns in the crack." So a lot of people hear that and that was the hook in the song. And they're like, "Oh yeah, double soul, leave the guns." Yeah, that's just and like no, the song's called "Elevation" actually, but um, and that was part of. That came out of a contest or something. There was some like Stay Free contest yeah, stay or something. Free, yeah, yeah. Um <coughs> like some drug awareness thing. So that's okay. what that's what um like inspired the track to be written and then like I said Socrates uh he produced that one. Um and then we did another song called um we recorded another song called uh, Anthem of yeah. He sent, he he did that one. It was uh a Donny, Donny, uh, Donny Hathaway? Donny Hathaway a Donny Hathaway sample that he used for that one. And then, but at the time it was like we were paying studio time, paying $50, $15 an hour for studio time and paying Socrates as well. And it just, as we started to observe the process, we were just like, well, it don't make no sense paying Lee as a studio engineer and paying Shocks as the producer When it was like, you know, okay, well, you know, and Sox was giving us tips and saying, look, this is how you find samples. And, you know, he was saying he I don't know if he still does it this way, but at the time he was like, oh, you know, you find a lot of a lot of the records. You can get sounds at the beginning of a lot of the records because, you know, before the drums kick in and all that other stuff. You can get some nice clean samples at the beginning of a lot of of songs, right? And then you get the drums somewhere else kind of thing. So when we saw that and we studied it, we were like, okay, we can do that. So then we started buying records and started going through that process and then showing up at the studio saying, look, this is what we want to sample. But I'm skipping ahead because before that... We I don't know if you remember this, but before that, you talking about S. Blank? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Our, our first studio thing actually, we met uh, Corey D's. We knew Corey Dees is just a kid in the neighborhood in Scarborough, and then you know we started want to go in the studio and record, and we're like, oh, you know where to go, where to go, and he was like, oh, I know this guy named Stanley. Okay,
0: S. Blank. Well,
1: yeah. Turned out to be S. Blank, right? Let's go to S Blank Studio. And back then, like I said, we were still learning. We are bringing cassette tapes queued to the spot of what we wanted to sample. That's okay. what we were bringing to the studio, you know? And then we saw them. You know, it was like, I give, a, I give a lot of props to, to, like, it was younger dudes that we were learning from. Um, Corey D's, Black Cat, and, um, and Socrates.
0: These guys we, we were learning production techniques from. Um, Cause you guys actually, I didn't. I actually didn't know this, but you guys produced a lot of the EP yourselves, right? Like I know Scam did the joint Complex. Yeah,
1: right. And, then and then the then rest of the rest of it is we always looked at it as we didn't have the technical know how to operate the machines. So the way that we looked at it is we brought the sounds, and then Day was like the studio engineer okay. that put it together. But we were the ones that's like, look, this. You know like um, There was a song called Missing Contributions um, You remember the name Of the group That we sampled Or maybe we shouldn't uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're all the secrets
0: bro.
1: <laughs> Um yeah, we 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 were we were the ones going through the records at home and picking out the samples, and then showing up to the studio and saying, "Look, these are the drums we want to use. This is this part we want to use." Um, Take out the highs. The highs, the lows, this and that, right? Okay, um, so they would hook it all and up. Then they would hook it up. Yeah.
0: Oh word, man! And you guys were obviously recording with him there and stuff. Too? Yeah,
1: for the for, it was a good run until we were going there maybe two, three, years? two, three years. Yeah. Until he decided, just out of the blue, to us it seemed out of the blue, he decided he wanted to just focus on Choclate.
0: So word, then, okay. Yeah. So
1: then, yeah, we were then we were out of a studio session for like out of a studio environment for for a bit, and then we hooked up with uh, Soze, and we were doing oh. some. Re- we recorded a bunch of stuff. With, okay, with, with word, word, word. As well, same thing. We bring the samples. Soze was using the ASR10. And Lee was using the Ensoniq uh, yeah. rack mount. E- okay, e- he was EPS. using EPS. I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: At the time, so so then, know, I, I guess I'm gonna assume that's how Scam did the joint with Complex.
1: Scam, how that came about was we had a manager at the time. His name was Brent Smith. And oh, just entertainment. Just entertainment.
0: Wow, <laughs> <Yeah>. I haven't <laughs> fucking heard that name if <laughs> ever. Be shout out to Brent. Man.
1: <laughs> so yeah. um and yeah, shout out to him because there's a lot of stuff that's out there that he was responsible for and helped us accomplish while we were while he was our manager. We Canadian Music Week. We put we put out a, a there was an EP that was that was released. Oh, the show Improved. Show Improved, yeah. 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 We got a track on there called "Just Another Day." Shout out to uh, to Nick Timar. I think it's his favorite uh, double soul song. Tommy, I See Okay, wait, wait He was always singing the hook
0: While we're, while we're on that Who was 360? 360 was our cousin It was our cousin, Eddie Okay, word Yeah, yeah. Did he ever do anything else besides that? Uh, mm, He did a couple solo joints? You yeah You pr- produced I, I, I did him, a couple of solo like joints for him But them. not
1: major Yeah, not major releases The major releases was Just Another Day And then we did another song called A New Day And he was on that Okay, word And that was... Was that on the EP, A New Day? I think so. No, or it's no. the it's the No Sense remixes yeah. on there, yeah. and Sounds at Underground is on there, yeah, and uh, Pure Poetry, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, okay. Because so, you guys got into producing after, what what were you guys using? Um,
1: I I had an ASR ten okay, for, for a time, so I was just at the crib making just making my own beats on an ASR ten for a while.
0: Did you ever get into making beats or no? No, just
1: uh, in terms of. Uh, f- I always knew how I wanted something to sound. Right. So I, I would choose the records and, and I know, okay, I wanna use this part of the record, but in terms of like executing it,
0: no. Would you produce for your brother or no?
1: Uh
0: see, it, the thing it, is see we, that just, smirk. we were
1: just in the studio what, maybe just over the summer. Over the summer. And it was and we recorded stuff that I Okay, so you're still ma- like you're still beats. making beats. Um no, this is actually stuff that was made on the ASR-10 a while ago, but nobody ever heard them. So then we just went in the studio and, rec- and put vocals over them
0: okay word because it's funny i could never picture me and my brother like you know it's funny my brother plays bass okay. and that's all that was always my thing my brother would do little bass lines for me but now at this age it's like it's impossible you know what, <laughs> what i'm saying like it, do, it just doesn't equate and it's funny because when i asked you you had that smirk on your face you're like ah oh, <laughs> you know what i mean i don't think so you know what <laughs> right? how did you guys um hook up with complex Mr. Complex, for the, um, for the joint. That
1: was, like I said, once yeah, again, friend, shout, shouts to Brent. Brent hooked that up. Brent, I think he was, he, he somehow he, connect, he hooked up with, um, with Scam. He connected with Scam, and he was working with Scam for a minute. Okay, where? the whole Just Entertainment thing. And then, I don't know, did he ask us? If was there somebody you, we wanted you know, to work with? Yeah, I think so. Something think like and that. And I think you had mentioned polyrhythmatics. Right, right. Okay, word. I mean, and he then, was a part of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. he ended up making the connection th- through through them. And I remember you and Complex had done your verses because I wasn't available the same day they went to the studio. And then I came and did my... I heard his verse, I heard Complex's verse, and I was like, well, okay, I got to do something right, serious because right. Like, their verses were just on point, so... The joke, the joke about my verse was, I never, never really learned how to count sixteen bars. So it's funny to me to hear you got a hot sixteen. I don't know. I'm just gonna rhyme. You tell me when to stop. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did the verse. That's the verse that's on the record is not even the original verse that I wrote for the song. That verse that's on that record, I wrote it out of frustration that day in the studio session. Okay. Oh, your shit's too long. Your shit's too long. It's supposed to be 16 bars. Well, that's why if you anybody who knows the record, you'll hear a line where it's like, 16 stars, drive for 16... No, 16 stars, run for 16, 16 bars, bars, drive 16 cars but can't get far. It's like, oh, these guys are driving me crazy with this bar count shit, right? Because I would get like a full... This is how I write. I'd get like a full scab of paper and just back and forth, back and forth, all the way down the paper right well i knew other dudes was just like line 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 it's like no rhyme would spill into another one it might be just one word one word connecting into the next and it's just like all the way down interesting like interesting
0: man like yeah i've watched guys right over the years where you see guys like start at the top of the page and at the bottom of the page and wow. then start filling in the gaps wow. and like, Fatsky. that's a Fatsky thing wow. you know like, wow. uh-huh. um so let's talk like a little bit more, like so, like Planet Mars and all that shit. Cryptic Souls, how come Cryptic Souls never did an album? Um, there is
1: a there is a Cryptic Souls, there is a Cryptic Souls cassette. Um, yeah, there's a Cryptic <laughs> Souls cassette. Like I said, Cryptic Souls were doing things before we joined the crew. So right. there's a Cryptic Souls cassette um, out there somewhere. Um, Brian Higgins might have it. Uh that's uh DJ Moves. He might have a copy word,
0: of that. word, Right right um, Maybe P has it. I don't have to holler that
1: P still. He might have it P's. Yeah. A shout out to P's out in Switzerland somewhere I believe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah so that's there and then there was there's a cryptic souls track. The story with there was a cryptic souls track that got recorded. The story behind that for us was we were supposed to go um to New York one one year. To record a track with um, Big Just from, uh, from Company Flow at the time. Okay, word. And the ride, the ride got fucked up and we never ended up going, and we were pissed and we just stayed in Scarborough the whole weekend. And then the next thing we knew it was like, oh, there was a cryptic social like on a Saturday. We were supposed to leave on a Friday. There was a cryptic social on a Saturday. i was speaking for myself. I think we were both pissed that the, the New York thing didn't come through because somebody just flaked out on the ride. Um, <clears throat> Shaka. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: uh, so yeah, we just <laughs> <laughs> we just stayed. We just stayed in Scarborough and the next thing we know is like, oh yeah, this Cryptic Souls track came together, this crew track came together. And the next thing I know, it was on the, uh, it ended up on the Len album. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yes. Because Len was part of Crypto. Kind, kind of, of. Kind of. Like I find like there was people that were associated.
1: kind of. Associated. Yeah, like, like how there's people that say they're Wu affiliates, you know. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Somebody from the Wu-Tang won't be there, but a Wu affiliate kind of thing. Um, so yeah, there was people, I find like there was people like that. It was like it was a, I figured, you know some people it was like a good look for the crew to say that they were in the crew, you know right um and like I said, they didn't have, they asked us to be down and shouts out to them, no you know, um and we got to do a lot of things um being part of that crew as well. Um, we went one year to, uh, to the uh, this thing called the Ohm Festival, um all those Planet Mars shows, that was like every other every other weekend. What's your favorite
0: Planet Mars show ever?
1: That's a hard one. Um, I would say we one time they did like an all-female version. Yeah, it was called was was uh, Voyage to Venus.
0: Too. Okay. okay. So Voyage yeah, to
1: yeah. Venus, and it was like Gemini and Motion. And them girls from Washington, I think they were called Too Dope or something like that. Yeah. Words. One of the girls, somebody called Hagen. Potion. And yeah, Potion. I think, I
0: think Angel Dust. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. From concept.
1: Yeah. I think. Word. Okay. Yeah. 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 She was called Enchantress at the time. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. She was called Enchantress. Yeah, I think that's my favorite one. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hey, planet Mars, man. Yeah. Like it's a whole. For me,
1: for me I'd have to say, Countless Endeavors. Yes. Yeah. You became Brass Monk.
0: Word, right, 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 yeah, 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 hey, fuck, all them guys, you were seeing all that from young, right, like, yeah. that's what I'm saying, like, that's why you, like, I feel like you guys are important, because you guys kind of grew up in that area too, man, like, you saw socks and them on their come up, like you said, because you were a bit older than them guys, yeah. but at the same time, you guys were all kind of coming up together at the same time too, right, yeah. so, like, you've seen all that, like, did you see Toronto going where it is now? No, I find like we came up
1: in the time when it was, it was hard. It was hard to be an artist from the city. I remember going to shows at the concert hall where people were like, fuck off, opener, get the fuck off. I want to see the, the American artist, right? Or, oh, we got this guy here from Hamilton. Fuck you, get him off. I came to see Tim Dogg. I came to see Nice, nice and, and smooth. smooth. I came to see Excellent. Leaders of the New School. I don't give a fuck about MC Pirate from London. Get him the fuck off the stage. Right, right, right. So it, you know, um, and <laughs> that's a white TV joke right there. Um, um, yeah, so it's just, it's you know, it's like we saw it come from that from that place where it was like, and some, I was listening to the, the, the Sheikh Dynasty um, podcast, and somebody said it there, and I remember that time too, where it's like, yeah, you you weren't saying you were from Toronto, you were fronting. You know, especially Carabana time. Oh
0: my god. You put yeah. on
1: you put on some kind of Yankee accent and front like you know, front like you were from Queens or Brooklyn or whatever name you heard in a Spike Lee movie that you've never been oh Bedsty, you know what I mean? <laughs> like we were even guilty of it. We went to Trinidad trying to pull off that shit. Oh well, yeah, we're from New York. Yeah, what part? Bedsty do or die. You heard that in a fucking Spike Lee movie. Give me a break. Um <laughs> So it was beautiful to like, come from the place, like first, like I said, no love um, being, a, being a local artist. To now seeing local artists headlining shows, is, I couldn't, could not foresee it at the time. I could not foresee it at the time. And also what helped is that the quality of the music improved. continued to improve, continued to evolve. There was right. a time where it was like, no disrespect, but there was like Canadian shit, local shit, was whack.
0: Yeah, I always remember, you know? I remember giving a DJ a record one time and him being like, it sounds too Toronto, and being offended by that. Mm-hmm. And then like years later, um, I did a record with Theo and reading the write-up and like the very Toronto sounding oh, whatever joint that I had done. Yeah. and being, But the reverse being like, yeah, yo. I wanted to sound Toronto because I'm from fucking Toronto. You yeah, get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, whereas I was offended the first time, the second time I was like, yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, trust. so it's definitely, a, definitely a, a different time, man. You guys put out, um, what was the, the last
1: record you guys put out? We put out, a, a, the last record we put out uh, was 2008. It was called um, Determination.
0: Determination, okay, word. Yeah. And yeah. you guys produced everything on that?
1: Yeah. That's, um, the first, yeah, two of the joints I did we did with um, Rudy. No, uh, Happy Talk was with Rudy, Rudy from Just Cause, All and right. then the Salty Jackson. T- Salty Jackson, yes. <laughs> and the other two tracks, because it's like yeah, it's it Happy Talk, masterpiece, and um, Sold Out Television. So uh, Sold Out Television and masterpiece were done with um, Kenny, Kenny Bounce.
0: Shout, yes, uh, shout out to Kenny Bounce.
1: Kenny Neal Jr. And then, yeah, then Happy Talk was done with, um, with Rudy.
0: Another just guy cause. we got to get on this podcast. <laughs> you know? All right, man, let's wrap this up real quick. Yo, what's, um, what's the future for you guys? You guys still making records and stuff or what?
1: Um, like I said, we were in the studio. Um, just over the summer. Just over the summer. Those tracks we need to follow up on, get them mixed down. Um, and we did an interview on Maximum FM way back... Well,
0: not too far back. February, I yeah.
1: think it was? Wasn't it like no, winter? No no. no, no, it wasn't winter time. No? wouldn't have walked that, that distance if it was wintertime. Okay, so uh, then it was probably like, May, June time yeah, right then, yeah? yeah? And mm-hmm. we said, oh yeah, we're going to the studio and record. Like I said, when the smoothest time for us was when we were recording with Day, and then... That kind of fell off and then we were doing stuff with Soze and then ever since then it's just been a challenge to find that same groove, that same engineer thing. This is like, no disrespect, but one of the last, one of the studios that we went to, it was like, I was, and I'm like, I don't have an MPC. So, and and in my mind, I'm like, I shouldn't be showing you how your machine works, right? I told the engineer, oh, I want a filter. Where's that? I'm like, it says filter. (laughs) Right here right right right, right right, right, so um, and at the same time, it's like I find the challenge for us also is that we were we 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 started off as fans, we were always fans of this music, and I find it's a, it's, it's, it's quite a challenge to be to be a huge fan of this music and Participate in it at the same time.
0: Yeah, I agree you with know? you 100% on that. Right. It's, it's,
1: it's like we were going to a lot of people's shows, and then it's like when it was our turn, oh, come to our show, nah, I'll be, I'm in the studio, I'm in the lab, you know what I mean, I'm gonna be out of town. So, it was like, so it's like I find we've gone back and forth, where it's like there's times where it was like steadfastly we were artists and we were, you know, we performing all the time, all over the city, and then and then there was other times where it's like, there's, there's I remember there's there, there was security guards that would see us at stuff and say, yo, you guys go to everything. Because it's like, I see the dude, you know, I see the dude at Spectrum on a Friday night for something. And then Sunday night, the same bouncer who was at Spectrum is bouncing at the opera house on the Sunday, right? Right,
0: right, 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 right. So. It's true, because I remember seeing you guys in a lot of jams from a young, young age and shit. It's, it's, it's impossible to miss you guys because you're twins, right? You know what I'm saying? So super interesting. Like Mindbender is another guy I remember seeing. Yes. all the jams yeah. and shit. You know I mean? All right, man. Yo, good interview, man. Thank good, you. Ha- glad to have you guys here. I'm glad we got to talk about Fresh Arts, man, because that's yes. a super important like thing that people need to learn about, man.
1: Yeah. Um, just just, to, just to, to touch on that one more time real quick. Um, for anybody who didn't know about it, what it was, it was it was like a music discipline. Like like if you knew Fame, say um, it's like the T Dot version of Fame, then like music school kind of thing. And it's like like my brother he was in he was in a writing circle. I was in a section where it was just production. They they got a EPS from from Long and McQuade. Okay, and we were learning how to use that. We went out to Kid Kid Cuts place. Did a track called, that's where we hooked up a track called A New Day with uh, Double Soul and 360. and and it was it was a trip, and it was it was awesome to tell people that, and 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 it blew their minds. It's like, yo, that's what you guys are getting paid to do. Like, you guys are getting paid to learn how to make music and write lyrics and and how to perform on stage. See,
0: because that's the thing, people don't know you guys got paid to do. Yeah, this. it was
1: it was um, it was Sam, um, summer artworks. It was summer artworks. So how it worked is you'd go to your local uh, youth employment agency. Um and say look this is where this is where the work situation is for me and then it worked it somehow worked between fresh arts and artworks which was like the umbrella um thing that was helping to run fresh arts cuz artworks then, used to do
0: like all the big murals and all that kind of stuff too I think so too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember like I think artworks might have been like the big mural that was by um By Honest Ed's there, with all the jazz pieces and the like that, that, right? So I think that was part of that same program and stuff too, right?
1: Yeah, they were. Their office was uh, just south of. um, They were down at like Bathurst, just south of uh, Adelaide,
0: right? uh, Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, and then Fresh Arts had a separate office at like
0: Spadina and Adelaide. Word, yo, so dope, man! How long did Fresh Arts last for?
1: We, I remember we were in it um, one, like I said, there was a year that we weren't in it. Then there was a year that it was up at like, like I said, at school up at like Bathurst and St. Clair. Then there was another year it was down on the Esplanade. I don't know if you remember that. There was another That's year it was 95. down on the Esplanade. And then there was another year I was in it. Um, and there was a crew of us called the Maroon Squad. And it was us... Um, the guy who be, later became Director X, Little X.: Okay, he was, he was in fresh arts too. Shout out to him. Um, just the show, you know, just the, the show the, the, the caliber of the program, Which you know, it's that like you look at that. people who came out of it. Mm-hmm. Julie Black came out of that. The, uh, Little Like I said, Little X came out of that. Cardinal came out of that. Um, Socrates came God, out of that. Marvel Solitaire. was in that program. Solitaire came out of that.. Um,
0: which is then double funny because if you look now at the remix program, all the kids who have come out of the remix program, your rich kids, your Francis Got Heat, right. all of them, you know what I mean. So it's right. very, it's funny that parallel, you know what yes. I mean. Like, and that's why, like, I, I really wanted to talk more about that, like the Fresh Arts, because so people can see, like, from from our generation to the new generation, that government funding is very, very oh, important. Yeah. That's stuff, what. Right? That's
1: the, what. That's what was. That's why, that's really what brought it to an end is when Harris came in and, 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 and slashed know, the yeah. funding to arts programs. And it was like Fresh Arts was like, like I said, it was based on that. It was, Fresh, Fresh Arts was to, basically the thing that put us on because the track that we did with Michelle and Nicole was the track that we ended up taking to, um, to the Power Move show for the demo battle. And that pretty much. Made our name because then we were we were running with that track on the demo battle for like six weeks.
0: Who ended up winning the demo battle?
1: Um, well, was it the, well after no, after the six weeks, um, the next track that the track that ended up beating us was uh, Concrete Mob Bowling Point. oh, oh wow, wow. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't remember yeah, that. Yeah, that was the wow. track that ended up beating us.
0: Do you remember any of the people you beat? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. 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 All right, man, yo, that's a great way to end this, man. Let's get out of here, yo. All right, done, no, man. Respect for coming through, fellas. Respect for having us, man. Done, no. Being
1: pure legends on us, so thank you.
0: Respect. Peace. Peace.